Um, but without any further ado, let's get into it. This is the Dojo Talks Gambits. We're ranking all of the most popular and well-known gambits uh, in chess. Some of these are definitely real openings that are and are played at the grandmaster level. Others are more kind of like joke slash trash openings that we'll put in the meme category. Um, I figure we just start with um, alphabetical. We'll start with the Alvin Gambit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Who's gonna man the board? I'll do the board. Yeah. I might need help with some of these openings. I don't know, <laughs> but I'll man the board. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, so, I mean, I'll kick it off. The Albin Gambit is probably a surprise weapon because you pretty much need to play it against somebody who doesn't know the refutation, which doesn't like completely end you. But like, if somebody's prepared for this with white, it's, it's not playable. It, it's oh, okay. I, I, I disagree. I'm going to put this in playable. I have, I've played this white many times. I never found a refutation. It's incredibly dangerous. You can get mated instantly. So <laughs> I think this is great. I Wait, think you... I, I, I almost split this real opening. This is a very real thing to do with D4. Okay. So so Jesse, have you played Knight F3, Knight C6, A3 as white? Uh well the, the classical line was Knight F3, Knight C6, G3. That's okay. The classical so line. you haven't played A3. No, but I, I don't think that's going to end anybody with it. All right. Well, now we know it's a surprise weapon against you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or it right. was. It was till today. <laughs> um, I would I would also put it in the playable category. I'm with mm -hmm. Jesse in that uh, I, I I agree with David. If you did prepare it, you can get like a big big advantage with white, but you would have to know quite a lot about a very like obscure position and structure. And mm -hmm. yeah, I mean most players under like. IM GM level aren't going to be doing that. So I think um, for the most part, it's it's going to be playable. We didn't really talk about um, the fact that different openings might be playable at different levels, but mm -hmm. we'll just kind of average it out. <laughs> and we'll okay. just, I don't know, I guess we... I mean, to know. some extent, if the players are bad enough, every opening is playable. So we're actually asking, exactly. are these openings playable for masters? And then they can draw their conclusions from that. Okay, yeah. yeah say, okay, so it's playable. Players. That's what so I would say. Playable. Yeah. yeah. We're only one in, and I already have to double check with you guys. Are you guys just doing this whole show to troll me? Like, are you going to overrate every single opening and then yep. put the King's Gambit under them and be like, haha, the King's Gambit is worse than the Albin? <laughs> oh, the King's Gambit is definitely worse than the Albin, bro. <laughs> definitely worse than the Albin. <laughs> I, would, okay. I would put it as playable personally, but we'll get to it. Um, Alakai yeah. and Shatari, this is from the, the French. <clears throat> yeah, I let me get that on the board. Yeah, yeah so here we got this one. one. And in general, we talk about this position. And I would say this is very much a real opening and that black shouldn't take on G5. That's my sense of it. I would say that it's trash because black shouldn't take on G5. H4 is just a bad move because all you want to do is trade the dark squared bishops. And instead of trading them, you play H4 and wait to trade them. Oh. But what do you play as black there, David? C5. Just develop. C five, I think C five yeah. is a move. There is some, there is some theory there. Yeah. There's, there's some. You can also, you can there, also yeah. play a six, and then uh -huh. you know C five and normal stuff. But anyway, you just ignore the pawn on G five. I mean, Jesse, I totally agree with your evaluation of what is going on, right? Like, uh -huh. black shouldn't take the pawn. Mm. Um, white can play H four. There seems to be nothing wrong with it. It tends to develop the rook, it gains space on the king side, and all that. But if black just ignores you then it's like you're looking a gift bishop in the mouth, right? You could have traded dark squared bishops with this beautiful pawn structure and you played h4 and like a few moves later, you're going to realize it and maybe take on e7 then. 
No, but the point is, is that the H4 move is useful anyway, because white's side of the board is the king's side, and that H pawn will be useful on H4. It's a multi-purpose move. It's not just if he takes, it has other deeper ideas than that. Yeah. Anyway, so I would put this as trash. Jeez, man. All right. All right, Kostya. I think that's wrong, but we got to put it. I guess it's if we're both saying real opening, he's saying trash, then I guess it has oh, to go to the playable bin or something. Yeah, I would say, um, yeah, for me, it's like between real opening and playable because I do think uh -huh. white has like better options against the French in general. Um, yeah. But I think it is a good opening for like some some players, especially if you're like a real, like, real attacking player. I think it can work yeah. for you. So, yeah, we can do it, put it in playable. Yeah, I guess I could put it as a surprise weapon, but it's it's really kind of like what Costa says about the C3 Sicilian, you know, where he says, or sorry, what he says about the Smith Mora, where he says, which I guess we'll get to, but, you know, he sometimes calls it irrelevant because it just transposes to the C3. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not really saying that, that H4, like, loses the game for white or anything. They still have a fine position, but it's just so much worse than Bishop E7. Right. Yeah, that's a fair point. <clears throat> Okay, remind me, guys, what the Belgrade is. I need I need help again. You guys told me, and then I forgot about it. Right, so the Belgrade is the four knights, uh, e4, e5, with d4, e takes d4, knight d5. I'd already forgotten that too, Jesse. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This doesn't make any sense to me. I'm going to say trash. <laughs> I will call it a surprise weapon. I don't know much more about it than you do, Jesse, so I'm kind of like guessing as well but i would guess it's kind of a surprise weapon because neither knight d5 nor knight e4 look obviously good for black so and know. even if black was just totally surprised and played bishop e7 he's fine why yeah move to, yeah yeah uh, yeah i would put it under surprise weapon um and i'll just say that i think bishop e7 is actually the best move so it's pretty funny that jesse just like <laughs> Just develop it. a piece and ignore the <laughs> idiot on yeah. d5. Yeah. As far as far as I remember, Bishop e7 is the uh, the Gustafsson recommendation in this position. Uh -huh. So I don't know if 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 like the knight e4 lines are playable or what have you, but I do think that after Bishop e7, Black is absolutely fine. Um, but I still put it under surprise weapon because like. Uh, so it's it's really on the borderline to trash if Black can just play Bishop e7 and White's like, oops, why are my knight and pawn hanging? Yeah, it's like much better options, but it's not like white is going to be worse. I think white right. will still. I revised my cool. rating to trash. What's the average right. now? So we're at trash then. We're at trash. Oh, two trash? Okay. Yeah, oh. two trash. Yeah. Brutal. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for teaching me something, Jesse. I was, I was going too easy on this. <laughs> okay. So then we got uh, the Benko. Let's put a Benko up there. Maybe I'll put one more move. And I'll go ahead and say this is very much a real opening. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. as good as an opening that's not a gambit. Right. Yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement here. Banco is just good and real. Lots of GMs play it. Uh, and I actually think it's OP at lower levels. <laughs> I think at lower <laughs> levels, it's like really tough to face. So we'll go what does OP more. mean? I don't even know. Overpowered. Something that's too good. Oh, I th I'm learning some words here. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Because openings are supposed to be balanced. They're supposed to be like no perfect openings or whatever. But Benko uh -huh. is like <laughs> very strong. Yeah. All right. I'm going to so, go ahead. Not only at lower levels, but also like in rapid chess. Like even like at a 2,500 level, you know, if you play the Banco in rapid chess, it's kind of like rough for other 2,500s sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
Blackburn shilling? What is that, dude? Okay, the Blackburn shilling, I had to look this one up, um, but I have seen it quite a bit. Uh, Bishop c4 and then knight d4, <clears throat> this is the Blackburn shilling. Oh, that's totally weird. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, that's what Wiki says. Because... It's like the Bel it's like the Belgrade, Jesse. The point is like if white plays knight takes e5, then queen g5, knight f7, queen g2, and white loses. Like um, the one I know is that if they play bishop b5, then you can play knight d4, and that's yeah. maybe play bird defense. Bird defense, yeah. yeah. Bird but that's defense. not a gambit. But that's not a gambit. And this is just some weird stuff. I mean, this is trash. Yeah. Right. This is trash. Trash. Wow. Yeah, I think it's just this is just bad. I also don't even understand why it's called a gambit. Because isn't <laughs> yeah, 95 just bad? Because like Queen 95 loses in like, you know, like basically in like two moves. It's the only point of it. If white trades on d4 and plays c3, then black is just done. Right. So it's not like a gambit in the sense that you're sacrificing a pawn. It's a gambit in the sense that if your opponent doesn't play the trash move, <laughs> then you're just like much worse. So, so let's just say this is a trick opening, right? Because it's a trick opening, yeah. It's a knight e5, queen g5, right? That's the idea? Yeah. yeah. And then if knight f3, then you're crushed. Yeah. Yeah. I assume many games have been lost like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> many games Unfortunately. <laughs> okay. So now we're on to Black Mardemer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is uh, this one. And I'm going to say this is a, a legitimate surprise weapon here. Yeah. yeah, me too. It's a surprise weapon. To me, it's very similar to the Albin. It's like if somebody isn't specifically prepared for it, it has a sound like strategic basis, right? Like there's just one or two details that don't work out about the gambit. But in theory, the idea that black takes on F3, you take with your knight, you're slightly ahead in development, you've got the D pawn and two semi-open files to put pressure on the opponent from like a big picture strategy perspective, there's no reason why this has to be wrong, right? It's just mm -hmm. there are a couple details that don't quite work out for white. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I would say surprise weapon is good, but yeah, objectively not uh, far from good. Okay, good. Um, all right, we're, we're cruising. Yeah. All right, here we go. So let me show the next one is the Blumenfeld, which hasn't been seen too much recently. Tough one. And it goes like this. And um, I'm going to say this is either playable or surprise weapon. Yeah. It's on the borderline. I think what makes it seem more playable right now is that people have played it little enough that, like, the good lines for white are less, like, in our consciousness, you know? So, like, if an opening's bad enough to stop getting played, at some point it becomes a better surprise weapon than something that people still do play and everybody kind of knows it's bad, like... You know, there have been periods of time in the Dragon Sicilian's life where that would have been just, like, bad because it was popular enough and it was losing every game. So everybody knew, like, how to beat it. It was at the forefront of your mind. Uh, it needs to go away for a while to become a surprise. I, I'm guessing that this opening is just bad, but that in practice you would do fine with it at non-GM levels because nobody's really going to remember exactly how to play it. Yeah, like I remember facing this many times, and I think I came to the conclusion that Bishop G5 was even the best way of dealing with it. Yeah. Not even take the thing. Um, uh, I like E4 here. E4, also an interesting move. Uh -huh. Yeah, and I played a team match with John Bartholomew, and we got this position because um, 
one of the uh, long-term proponents of the Blumenfeld Gambit has been Danny Wrench, um, and he was on the on the Black Consult team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and John Bartholomew told me that Bishop F four was a good move here. Interesting. So I was like, doesn't make sense, but sure, I'll try it. So we played Bishop F four, Pawn takes C four, and then E four. Oh yeah, that's evil. Uh huh. And it turned out it was just evil. I mean, yeah. like we won in like 15 moves or maybe less. I mean, like maybe we were winning on move 10 and checkmated on move 15. Um, so I, I suspect that the Blumenfeld is is quite bad if someone's really prepared for it. Uh-huh. Um, so to me, I Let's think I'm going to go with surprise weapon for now. All right. All right. There we go. Let's do surprise weapon. Blumenfeld. Okay. I would have done it uh, as playable because mm-hmm. okay. uh, I think actually... Even when I've looked at it, it's not like super obvious. One time in a video, in a YouTube video with, um, I think it was with Eric Rosen, I kind of jokingly said that it's virtually refuted after E4. Uh-huh. And then someone, someone made a Reddit post about it and they're like, huh, is the blue ball refuted? <laughs> it's a whole thing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I'm going to say it's, it's playable, but yeah, we'll put it here. I like that E4 move. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and next okay. up, we have another, yeah, controversial one, Budapest, which I used to play. So let me get that in. So mm-hmm. knight of six, c4, e5. Let me just make a note. A lot of these things, Benko, Budapest, uh, uh, Albin, they're all coming from the ancient d4, c4 move order, which we're just seeing much less now, much less. We're seeing so many more London move orders and also two knight of three, which just obviate uh, these ancient gambits go ahead Kosi. i cut you off with e5 oh yeah no worries um so for me i would put the budapest as uh playable mm-hmm. um i so for the way i'm defining real opening is just something that you can play as your main repertoire even if your opponents prepare for you and you're gonna feel fine and i don't think the budapest is that i think it's again one of those openings like the albin and maybe blumenfeld it's like if you look at it for a little bit and you know your opponent is going to play it, you're going to feel very comfortable with white. You're not just going to win every time, but you're going to feel real happy that this is the opening your opponent is playing mm-hmm. and not something like um, the uh, the slot. Um, so, yeah, I would just put it as playable because I don't think it's necessarily like losing or anything. And like I think Ferruja played it like not that long ago. Uh, there's a ton of ideas. And yeah, for most levels, I think it's going to be working but uh, i would say not the opening that i would suggest for most players in terms of like right improving your chess i'm gonna go with surprise weapon just because it's if if the opponent doesn't know what's going on you can get a playable game yeah. what do you think david i mean i think this is again sort of on that borderline between playable and surprise which a few of these ones have skirted for me like albin and blumenfeld and black redeemer um and i'm also I'm going to say the Budapest to me is a little bit better than like Blumenfeld, Black Merdimer, Albin. So I'm going to go with, it's just barely on the playable side of the line. Okay, I mean, so I, I mean, I think black should expect to be worse if they play the opening, but you know, it, it, uh, not to the point where you're, where you're in, where you're like losing, even if your opponent prepared, I think you could still like defend. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's do the next one. This is a this one's interesting. So this we're looking at the Cochrane Gambit. Yeah. 
And um, there's two moves here, d4 and uh, knight c3. Let me just put on d4. This is a full peace sack. I think this is one of three peace sacrifices on our list. Mm -hmm. Maybe four. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, but knight for from... two pawns is like sort of materially not that far away from other gambits. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, 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 go, I'll go on this one. I think this is playable. And the trick, though, is that you need to have some deep understanding what you're doing here with white. And black needs to understand it, too, because with a lot of gambits, you're getting an advantage in time. In fact, in this position, white doesn't have an advantage in time. He only has an idea of crushing black slowly with pawn control. And the king on f7 isn't his biggest problem. So if black plays like bishop e7, rook e8 or something, then white's going to be fine. It's the move c5. Black has to know this move c5 to make things uh, kind of complicated for us. But even then, I think the position's about roughly equal. So if you study this position, and Solskis has played this a lot. He's a, I think is a Latvian GM. Beautiful attacking player with, uh, you know, loves paradoxical ideas. So I think it's playable, but especially if you really got into it in the analysis of the, the deeper positional ideas, I think you could, it, it's a real weapon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I would go with um, surprise weapon just because I feel like just looking at some of the positions that you get with white where like you're down a piece and then you have to kind of like prove your compensation. I honestly don't think those are like even easier to play necessarily. So mm -hmm. for me, I feel like, yeah, I would, uh, I'm really skeptical of it, but it's definitely like uh, a pretty interesting line. And the history of it is really interesting with Cochrane playing like hundreds of games in this match against, I think this, uh, this Indian guy. Uh, Mahashandra, oh, uh, and they play this line like like fifty or sixty games and had like all these like crazy <laughs> encounters. Um, and oh, uh, famously, Topalov played this one, I think, a couple times. Yeah, against Kramnik. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, I think that kind of high level game tells you for sure it's a real opening. Um, and that's definitely where I put it. This is a real opening. It's better than everything we've talked about except the Banco. Um, like clearly better than all those other things. So yeah, I give it the real opening. And it's, it's interesting. It's a fascinating position. There's just a lot going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Topolov Kramnik was a real classical game. It was before the top players were always playing rapid chess. It was back when they actually played chess, uh, <laughs> typically. Okay, I guess we'll average this one as playable. Sure. So we said All one, right. two, three. All right. And now we have one of my favorites, the Danish Gambit. <laughs> now, black doesn't have to take, but let's just put it on the board because it's the exciting. And I'm going to list this as a surprise weapon. And I don't know what the modern computer says, but back in the day, uh, the advice was to play d5. Like this would be Black's best way back in the day. It was like this. And I'm maybe the computer has something better now, but this interesting equalish ending was the best that I, at least back in the day, that you could get. So, um, and if Black doesn't do that, 
well, then he's got he's got to have himself some real problems. So I'm going to put this as surprise weapon. Okay, David, what do you think? It's on the border between surprise and trash for me. Um, against C3 on move three, I would play D5 for black. I'm I'm not interested in taking on C3. I'm even less interested in taking on B2. Um, Same. Just play D5, you know. Basically, if I'm playing like a classical opening, I'm moving my two center pawns and my knights and my bishops. And I'm not like making six moves with a pawn. So, um, and I think after D5, black is slightly better, uh, which is pretty bad by move three for white, I think, um, mm -hmm. for black to be slightly better. So I'm just going to show that position we're talking about, D5 here, right? Yeah. That said, I mean, it's not like white's going to lose. And if no. their opponent doesn't know anything about it, you know, they can just get them into a kind of game. So I guess I'll go with surprise weapon because we have some true trash out there. Um, <laughs> so this one's, you know, kind of on that sort of like irrelevant kind of area. but But I guess we'll save trash for worse things. And I'll just note that um, the other way of doing this, which also applies to this position, d5, is white doesn't have to play bishop c4, can also play this gambit, which is also, I think, playable. I would call that a playable or, you know, surprise weapon playable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm with you guys. I'm not a uh, huge fan of the um, Danish. Some people are saying that it's, like, refuted with bishop b4. I don't I honestly just don't know. For me, I yeah, I just learned that you play d5 in this position and you don't deal with it. So if there was like an irrelevant category, I would honestly just put it there. Because uh, white doesn't usually like sacrifice the pawn after d5 and you just get a normal kind of like IQP position. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say at many levels, like they're not going to be playing d5. So uh, and right compared to some of the other lines, we can definitely upgrade this one to more of a surprise thing. Um, if white takes bishop c4 and then like, or if black takes bishop c4 and then plays from here, I would say again, I like black's chances, but yeah, it is this kind of, uh, I'm going to say playable as a surprise weapon. So I'm still putting in the surprise weapon category. Uh, so I guess, I guess we just agree on this one. And I got to say a guy named Arsenal fan is offended. He put in big purple purple letters that the Conqueror is ranked above the Blumenfeld. Well, let me tell you something, Arsenal. Tottenham is ranked above Arsenal, and so is Chelsea. So how do you like them apples? All right, let's move on. So we Are got those different elephant. breeds of apples? <laughs> how do you like them apples? What is the elephant gambit? It's the knight f3, d5, e4, okay. e5. Wait, how did okay? We're gonna have to go. Knight f3. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Did you move that? I'm. I'm. Just oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Trying to help get there. Yeah, yeah. I got it. So then this thing d5. Yeah. Um. I don't know much about this, but I'm just instantly gonna say trash. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty trash. It's similar to the Scandinavian, I guess. Like. From a certain perspective, black just put their pawns in the center and then the knights and bishops can come out. And if white tries too hard to be up a pawn, like, but they could mess up. But generally, it's really good for white. Yeah, so people are warning us that Quality Chess is a new book on the elephant. Yeah, but, but I want to clarify here, it's not Agard who has a new book on this. It's Quality Chess. And 
Haggard is very clear, like he's not the, he doesn't make the decisions for what they, they publish. Mm. Uh, so it's not like every book that comes out is like Agard approved or, or something like that. At least I, I don't But he can edit things, right? So he could have edited every page of it to be about a different opening and then changed the title. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's like even the main editor. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> 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 Actually, Costa, I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not, I, I'm so ignorant with these E4, E5 positions. What is the general sense of the best way for white here? I see like multiple ways, but. You know, what's considered the best here? Um, I don't know too much here, actually. I think it's 95 mm -hmm. uh, DE. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't even think like D4, white is slightly better, if I remember correctly. Wait, no, you're supposed to take on D5, Kostya. Oh, okay. Sorry. Let me, let me clarify. Yeah, ED5 is probably the critical move. But yeah. mm -hmm. I remember when I was looking at it and I didn't want to spend more than like five minutes on it. I saw like 95 and white is going to be like slightly better. So for me, that was like, okay, I guess I'll do this. <laughs> but yeah, mm -hmm. I do remember that there's a bunch of theory after like ED5, E4, Queen E2 or something. And I don't really know like what's going on. I know white is, mm -hmm. it's one of those lines where like, if you turn on the engine, white has a big advantage, but then there's yep. games in the database. So you're like, I mm -hmm. guess black sees something here later on that uh, mm -hmm. is kind of playable. Queenie two and Queenie two and white is really really strong. Um, also, just looking at it, the move d four on move three. I've always played e takes d five, but the move d four on move three also looks like a nice yeah, way to manage. Me, me too. I would just that would be my gut is d4. just like boom, takes oh, boom, me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then just takes ninety five. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That would be um, my yeah. So I would put it in a surprise weapon. Okay. Okay. I, you sold me. You sold me. It's not going to be, it's not total trash. Yeah. All right. So our next one, the England, we had to look this one up. I had seen it and I remembered the name, but I can't, I, yeah. The weird openings. I can't really have a sense of, I'm just going to go ahead guys. I'm going to say trash. It's trash. No, everyone knows it's trash. There's no disagreement on whether or not this is trash, <laughs> but uh -huh. it does score pretty well in online bullet. So we have to give it that. <laughs> okay. For online bullet, it's playable. <laughs> I mean, online bullet itself is not playable, but sure. Right. <laughs> in general, online bullet isn't playable, but if you are going to play online bullet, then this is okay. So there are kind of, there's a couple of funny lines here. Um, yeah, I think we're just going to agree that this is a meme. Um, I think we're going to disagree about what's funny. Um, the classic, the classic trap here has always been queen e7, bishop f4, queen b4 check, bishop mm -hmm. d2, queen takes b2. Oh yeah. And then as a public service, just for everyone watching, you should not play bishop c3 here. This is the trap because this looks like such a natural move, but it actually loses after bishop b4. So you have to watch out for this one. Queen d2. Oh take, got to defend your rook, and you get checkmated. Um, the so-called refutation is this move knight c3, where white is just much better. You're much ahead in development. You got rook b1 here. You develop with e4. Mm -hmm. Everything comes out. White is better. And the black king is headed to d8, we should note. Oh, maybe there's some, yeah, knight b5, knight d5 lines. I don't even, yeah. I haven't looked at that deeply. Now, there's I'm on no Hamilton. Way that the king, that there's no other piece that's going to defend c7 this game. <laughs> That is funny, yeah. Um, now Hamilton came up with an improvement on this one, or I should say a, 
an innovation where on yeah. knight c3 he'll go bishop b4 and then on rook b1 he would uh sack his queen like this oh interesting okay and he won a lot of online blitz games against chess bra viewers in this position as black and i remember watching those i mean it is quite a funny line i mean you get some positional compensation and like white is winning but it's not like uh you know easy win mm -hmm. um you would have an easier time beating you know some of the other gambits i think on our list then and let me position. let me just ask a dumb question here so like in this position we we would still be better as well if we just did that right um yeah no still... i think this one's not as good i think white does have to take the queen i don't remember why exactly but i mean black doesn't have his pieces out dog <laughs> he doesn't have his pieces out <laughs> yeah well okay black takes i mean we have more material oh, here than in the other line yeah oh but you don't have any compensation there's no compensation here Costa. Well, okay, but engine gives much bigger advantage if we just take the queen. So okay, you can I'm just chicken saying, out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Game. I'm just saying. You know. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, no, no, okay. no. But 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 the point is, Kostya, like either position is winning. the The point of the of the other position is that it's like weird and uncomfortable for white to play, right? So Jesse's saying, like, well, you could play this way, and there's nothing uncomfortable. Right, 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 right. Like no, but you're down more material here, or you're not up as much. Yeah, but enough to win a game. I'm up a thousand tempi. Look at that. I'm gonna play e4 or something. Yeah. Okay, fine. Black will go 97 and castle. I mean, you're not gonna win out of the opening. Like, well, hang on. You still e4, have to break through the e4 fortress. 97 bishop c4 castles knight g5. Why did you say we're not gonna win in the opening? That's grim. That's grim. Okay, but we're getting off. We're getting a little. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. All right. I uh, love how Costa already. We all Kosted wanted to defend Hamilton. So no, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, like, I looked at it and it's like, uh -huh. <laughs> this is the best move. So again, like, you can go for the worst okay. position and still have an advantage, but it is okay, not super, enough, yeah. yeah, relevant to me. Just because this one I think is like much better. It's queen for two pieces. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that dark squared bishops is as good as a rook at the moment. It's kind of well. Now you're ball. defending anyway. the gambit. You're, you're the anyway. No, no. We we all agreed this opening was trash, right? We can put it. We can put it. In. Okay. Okay. So here yeah. we go. Here comes the next one. This one is actually totally reasonable. I think this is uh, one of the real openings, and that is the Evans. A beautiful, beautiful uh, opening. Very rich. Um, loads of interesting ideas. Um, for white and for black and especially when you get into it it's like you're you're kind of involved in a deep conversation that goes back hundreds of years uh, so yeah i think this is definitely a real opening agreed yeah. real opening oh rook takes before is equal after queen c5 thank you i see thank you we're going back <laughs> Is eager. Just saying, he says. Just, oh, we're going back. Oh no, we're going. going yeah, because because people. Back? Well, people are Ghost confused. Yeah. People don't think, live in the past. People <laughs> think you guys are correct, and we need to. We're living the in the record. past and in a pile of trash right now, simultaneously. Yeah, you're not even up material here, guys. You just lost the chance to be up a queen, for this. I mean, we were never supposed to be up material. We were supposed to be up in development. 
We play, we play like Rook G4 here and just keep playing. That's what Jesse wanted. Oh, yes, I guess. Fine, I guess. I, I mean, I'm I guess willing, Hamilton I, Gambit I, is playable because we're not even accepting oh, it. Oh, 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 man, it's getting hard. It's getting hard. Okay, anyway, thank you, IC, for the right. much-needed correction. Uh, I'm with you guys. Evans Gambit, real opening for sure. Yeah, real opening, yeah. Beautiful opening. Yeah, um, there's a great Kasparov Anon game. Yeah, and Kasparov really was, he revitalized it back in the, in the what was in the 90s. Yeah. Okay, remind me the Falk beer. Remind me. Of oh, the I think this is the, the counter gambit. In the yeah, it's King's against gambit. the King's Gambit to play D5. Yeah, I think this is, I mean, the King's Gambit is a terrible opening, trash <laughs> opening. And this is one of the many refutations of the King's Gambit. <laughs> so this is fine. <laughs> I also put the Falk beer as a real opening, Kostya. Uh, Strong chest is saying this is not the uh, Falk beer, though, so maybe we got it wrong. So Falk beer specifically, E takes D5, E4. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is what uh, Strong chest is He's a King's Gambit guy. We can trust him. Right. You can't uh, trust any of the King's Gambit guys. <laughs> those guys are beyond contempt. You don't want to touch those guys. This is... No. This is the Falk Bears playing D5. I mean, maybe he's pointing out that on E takes D5, Black could play E takes F4 and it wouldn't be the Falk Bear anymore. Right. But after E takes D5, there's also a line people sometimes play with C6 for Black, Fair which, enough, yeah. which is also like a Gambit line. And also mm -hmm. it's sort of generally fine for Black. I mean, it doesn't really make sense to play C6, but you can. I'll tell you what, guys. How about this? Let's deviate briefly from our alphabetical and we'll cover this Falk beer, Froms, which is related to the King's Gambit, and then the King's Gambit. How about that? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Cover right, right in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, so first with this Falk beer, I think this is totally playable, so this is real opening. Yep. Agreed. Uh, okay, yeah, I honestly have no idea. I, I thought it was one of the, like, not the best way of dealing with the king's gambit so i would just correct. play it like playable but uh correct. you guys both want real opening um i'm okay with it strong chest likes e takes f4 better and i like e takes f4 better as well but okay. i think this is fine e takes f4 is just kind of like the modern uh is just transposes to the modern defense i think is what it's called when black plays d5 Right, I guess if right. we want to talk about like e, this whole variation with E4 and stuff, I mean, it's very far down the tier list of black defenses to the King's Gambit. So even though this position may be playable for black, should black be penalized for playing like the seventh best line? Maybe. I mean, that's the point with the King's Gambit, my friends. Even on the seventh best line, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're talking about here. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So um, where, where are we putting this? So I don't know. Put it playable then. Put it Maybe playable. put it at playable if like everything, if, if there's many things which are better, which I think that there are. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Then we got From's Gambit. Okay. Let me put that on the board. And um, so now my sense of this is that White's best move is to go to the terrible King's Gambit at this point. So the, the thing that's wrong here is F4. E5 is beautiful. So E4 is, E5 is from is fine. And the gambit itself will be this position mm -hmm. where black is close to winning. 
Yeah, the computer might say all kinds of different things. Back in the day, there was these lines of like Knight F3 and G5 and stuff. Um, but I think even without G5, the development advantage is so massive that I don't think white should even do this. So how bad is F4? It's like, if it's so bad that you're gonna have to play the King's Gambit. That's how bad F4 is. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So Froms itself is totally playable. Okay, Froms is actually bad from my experience and analysis, which admittedly is really old because I haven't analyzed the bird opening since I was like 1600 or 1800. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I found, I don't analyze that many openings, but I it's not at the top of the list of openings that I'm like <laughs> yeah. raring to analyze. Um, but as I understood it, giving away two center pawns was not a good choice for black. Um, it leads to an advantage for white, and giving white an advantage with one f4 is not something you need to do. Not only that, there's a certain inevitability to white going to win with their two center pawns. It's actually not that hard to play for white. I think it's harder to play for black, oddly enough. Wow. Well, Costa, he's doing uh, his normal thing where he's saying controversial things just to say controversial things. <laughs> what do you say, Costa? What do you say to that? Uh, I would put it at... Um... I would put it at playable. Uh-huh. Um because yeah, that's yeah, it seems like it's not uh yeah, against F4 I just play D5. Even if the King's Gambit is part of my like regular repertoire and I could play E5. Um, but I would still rather just play D5 and play like a reverse Dutch. Um, but yeah, it feels kind of like unnecessarily risky for black, but at the same time, I get what Jesse's talking about. Like black can often just win here out of the opening or just get a really really sharp position. So I think it's pretty playable overall. Like, okay, so just, I, I turned on the, the cheap chess.com computer as an example. And, you know, G5 was the move back in the day. But like, my point was just like, even if you do this and the chess.com engine's like, yeah, this is just, this is great for black. It doesn't say black's winning, but my God, look at that beautiful position black has. You know, that's very playable. Oh my God, that's a real opening, my friends. You're gonna kill somebody. All your pieces are beautiful. Yeah. White's got all kinds of bad miners. Yeah, okay. So, so what, I guess so we're averaging to playable. Yeah, we're averaging. I would call it a surprise weapon. Um, Kostya said playable, and you said it's a real opening, Jesse? Yeah, for sure, yeah. So the average comes out to playable. Cool. Okay, then let's just go to the King's Gambit. <laughs> Arsenal fans saying some funny stuff today. Say, uh, <laughs> just a comment is like the tallest kid in, ki kid in kindergarten. <laughs> Ah, that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you guys have... Oh, now we have to go King's Gambit. So let me put that on the board. And that's here. And this is this is a trash opening, man. This is just a... I, I have a friend who actually is the tallest kid in kindergarten. He's the teacher. And he publishes, like, music for kids under that name. Uh-huh. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the King's Gambit is bad, not only because there's a million ways to play against it, but, you know... you. All black, I mean, let's imagine white plays the King's Gambit. Then you spend like 300 hours studying all the weird different lines. If black sees that you plays the King's Gambit in under a half an hour, just turns on the computer, easily finds a line where he's better. Bad. <laughs> That's a bad situation, my friends. A bad situation. So I got there, got meme. And meme, of course, is millennial speak for trash. Okay, Jesse's going meme. Uh, I assume David is going to go real opening. I would put no? it at... 
Oh, well. <laughs> I, I know the opening pretty well, guys. <laughs> uh, I would put it as a surprise weapon. Um, Correct. It's very close between playable and surprise weapon for me because I know a lot of players play it. And uh, it's one of those positions where even if you prepare the engine lines, you're not going to be... I mean, a lot of players will mess it up. I have lots of students who play against the King's Gambit and they're strong 18, you know, 1900 and they'll play G5 and they'll get the pawn and then, you know, they just kind of mess up and, you know, fall fall into trouble. So it's certainly not like the easiest opening uh, to deal with, especially, yeah, compared to the list. So um, surprise for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll also say a surprise weapon, um, you know, I've got a pretty acceptable score with it in my career against IMs and GMs, as well as not IMs and GMs. Um, yeah, it's uh, and and we can compare it to some of the other things we've thrown up here on the list, and uh, it definitely seems a little bit worse to me than the openings that you have under playable. Some of the openings you have under playable, although some of them I rated as surprise weapons, are similar to it. And it's definitely got to be better than the Belgrade or the Blackburn Schilling or the England. Yeah. I mean, it's got a real strategic idea behind it, and there are some good lines for black, but they're not all that easy to find, so. Yeah. Okay, so in the interest of time, I think we should jump around to just the, like, the most popular ones. Okay. Um, Starting with, like, okay, let me, let's take the Marshall. Like, is anyone going to say this is not a real opening? Yeah, put that in a real opening. I think yeah. we can just, yeah. <laughs> I will say about the Marshall that's very interesting is I think now it's easy for players to say, oh, that's a good opening because the computer shows it's a good opening. But when Mickey Adams started playing that in the 90s, before the computers really uh, had it going, it, it was a surprise to all of us. It was like, oh, this is, you can do this. And it's just like really playable. And a lot of people didn't accept it, you know, in pre-computer times. It was like, oh, this is, you know, it was a very hard thing for people to accept that Black could just get such an easy game with the Marshall. So it's, you know, it's an example of uh, computers' willingness to give away pawns. Yeah. All right. And then we've got the other Marshall attack in the Slav, which is against the triangle playing E4 for white. Oh yeah, so we got, um, okay. Wait, David, did you just delete the Queen's Gambit? Yeah, it's not a Gambit. I just corrected <laughs> our list for you. Um, so this opening here, um, after Bishop B4, Bishop D2, Queen D4, that's the, that's the Gambit part of it. I mean, you can retreat with Knight C3, but that's not particularly... That's kind of a surprise weapon, shall we say? Knight c3 uh -huh. is not really the point of it. The point is to play this position here. Yeah. And um, you're down a pawn, but it's, uh, you know, you've got a good dark squared bishop. And I would call this a real opening. How about you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely real opening. This is yeah. one of the most critical lines against the uh, the triangle. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I would call it a real, real try. All right. Mm -hmm. So Marshall, I mean, is doing pretty well with things that are named after him. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Way ahead of his time. <laughs> um, let's jump to the Smith Mora, also super yeah. popular. Yeah. 
Uh, this one's very kind. This one gets people hot. I would say of all the openings that uh, are on this list, the Smith Moore excites passions like no other, my friends. People will start screaming and kids will start saying they've refuted it. <laughs> they really get excited about this one. I will say uh, this is playable. This is absolutely playable. And um, I played it for years as a kid. I've taught it and um, I've never seen any kind of refutation. It uh, suits players who are willing to think on their feet to solve problems about how you keep the initiative going. And the Esserman book is great about how to, on, on this, on this. Open. So there I go. I'm going to put it playable. Yeah. Shout out to Mark. Um, I, his book is great. Uh, I guess I would also put it as playable, though for me, this is again in the uh, irrelevant category because as black, I would just play knight of six here. And as white, <laughs> you don't have anything better than to transpose into the Alapin, which is less fun. We actually just talked about this one on the opening lab. Yeah. Counter Sparks um, is saying Costa's response is irrelevant. I know already. <laughs> no, they've, yeah. heard, they've heard this from me before because it all know. It comes out. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's just how, how I feel about it. And that's why I don't, I don't recommend it to students, even if I feel like they're going to mm. be, uh, like, even if they're kind of like, you know, nice natural attacking players, I just think like they're going to struggle in the Alapin eventually. And mm -hmm. yeah, what's the point? Um, so it's a legit opening, you know, and if black goes into it, then I think it's very playable. So that, that would be my choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's on the borderline between playable and surprise weapon. Um, but I'll give it playable as well, just barely, and we can move on. Cool. All right, cool. Okay, um, next one, I think, in terms of just, like, popularity, uh, maybe we can go to the Scotch Gambit. Okay. I feel like I have a lot of students that play this one. Take us through that one, Kostin. Right, so Scotch Gambit can be a couple of different move orders, but typical it's like d4 takes and then bishop c4 here. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are different different lines from here. Right. A lot of different variations. Actually, not all of them are like gambits, but um, right. yeah, I think the main gambit is like bishop c5, uh, c3. Right. And then, uh, well, taking is bad, I think, because of, like, bishop f7. There's, like, uh -huh. knight f6, e5, and so on. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of different lines here. Again, some of them are gambit, some of them are not. In general, I think it's, like, a, a real opening, because it's still being played at, like, the highest levels. Um, like, there were games, I think, like, some 2700s are playing. Thank you for the raid, by the way, Lafang. Shout out to Lafang, Huba. Uh, we're just ranking gambits and uh, upsetting viewers <laughs> one opening at a time. Yeah, you know, um, our Chess Dojo's own uh, Scott Post has played similar lines to this. And I think it's um, Alexander Fishbein is a big expert. He just on this had a book on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would tend towards calling most of these things playable i mean i think mm -hmm. like white can get equality in most of these lines um which puts it you know ahead of something like the king's gambit or the danish right um no i think it's an equal position you know so i think and, and a lot honestly e4 e5 is probably equal so you know if you get some equal interesting position that to me is like yeah it's playable yeah 
Okay, I think we're in. Wait, so you guys wanted playable? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted. The okay, okay, we'll put it there. Where, Surely... where, where were you on this one, Costa? Uh, no, I would rank it as a real opening. I think as far as um, like what white can do against e4, e5 for most levels is just as good as like the Rui or the regular Scotch or the Italian. Oh wow! Game. Okay, <laughs> so you put it all the way up there. Yeah. Yeah, for oh. sure. But um, but I mean, no, at the highest levels, okay, Rui and Italian game are definitely considered kind of more more critical for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next, um, maybe let's see, Schliemann. I feel like how about how about we do Schliemann and Latvian in the same breath? Okay. Right? Uh, yeah, F five, F five lines. <laughs> yeah, F five lines. Well, let's start with the Latvian then, because this is okay. just the immediate knight f three, F five. I think this is trash. I think we all know this is trash. Um, yeah. It is playable trash. Some of us know it better than others because I've played it several times. But um, it's not one of those openings that, like, by playing it, you, like, get better at, like, sharp positions. I think it just doesn't. It's just, like, a trappy opening and not good overall. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I say trash? Yeah. Meme, meme opening. That's slightly harsh, but I'm still in the same general ballpark as you, so sure. I mean, I'll say this about some openings like the Latvian and the King's Gambit that I've played myself, that when I play the other side of these, I've been able to like win within 20 moves like every time. Like I and and to me, that's like a sign of something that's like trash. If you if you can really just like dumpster it um once you know something about it so i feel very very confident if somebody plays the things that i'm putting in the trash category that i'm gonna smash them one cool story about the latvian is i was just reading john donaldson's new book about bobby fisher and um 1955 so the kid's like 12 years old and uh you know he's yet to rise super far and victor pupils who is himself latvian played this against Bobby and crushed him pretty badly. And Bobby, of course, you know, it sent him on tilt. It sent the kid on tilt uh, because he felt like it needed to be refuted instantly. So, um, you know, it's it would be hilarious if I said that this was a surprise weapon and the, uh, <laughs> and the King's Gambit were trash, right? Because it's basically like the King's Gambit down a tempo. <laughs> but the problem here is you are trying to with after knight f3 you have hopes of making that knight four right that's where it gets kind of interesting so i my i'm kind of okay if someone wanted to say surprise weapon i don't know maybe but yeah yeah for me it would be on the border but like yeah, yeah i would put it um in the red okay so that uh, here's an interesting question if does it mean then that if that's in the red, that the Schliemann can be seen as a surprise weapon? I I would rank the Schliemann higher. Uh, I would put that definitely as uh, playable, if not just like a real opening. Uh-huh. I mean, Rajab have had this one in his repertoire for like a while right. and seemed to do okay with it. Um, I'd go with playable, yeah, because it, it wouldn't be my first uh choice for most players as black in the Rui. I would suggest something else before I suggest the Schleeman. Right. Yeah. yeah for me the Schleeman for me the Schleeman's on the borderline between real opening and playable. 
but um, I guess I'll I'll vote playable if I have to vote. All right, cool. Let's play say playable then. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll tell you what, since we're on this F4 and F5 kick, let's do the Vienna next. Yeah. Right? So knight C3, and then we're going to play F4 at next move. So let's say knight F6, F4. Right. So for me, this one is, again, a little bit of... Um... A little bit irrelevant because I think black usually just doesn't go EF4. They just play D5. And we get a position where with equal material, it's very playable. Mm -hmm. um, overall, I think the Vienna is playable. That's about it. I'm, <laughs> I mean, it I'm not, sorry. It can't be better than the King's Gambit. <laughs> oh, it's definitely better than the King's well, Gambit. Nice, nice one F6, right? So you're getting E5. Yeah, we're getting, we got something now. We got something. Jesus. So my sense is I'm going to call this surprise weapon because in this, okay, I'm not an expert on this, but it's it's something like this, right? Yeah. Like that. And um, <clears throat> black just develops easily and gets a nice position. So if all black needs to know, I think, is this, and then he's fine. Maybe a little bit more than fine. Let's see what the tallest kid in the kindergarten class says. <laughs> he says right he says black's better so that's why i'm only going to say surprise weapon i can't and also just to my eyes it looks like black is already better here so yeah i'm gonna say the surprise weapon yeah i mean i think it's probably pretty comparable to the king's gambit so surprise weapon i don't know much about it yeah no there's um there's stuff here. I mean, there's players playing um, queen f3 in this position, for example, and, uh -huh. you know, asking some questions. Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to say there are people playing knight g1 in this position. I was going <laughs> to lose that. <laughs> yeah. um, so, right. What, we're, what's our average here? It sounds like surprise weapon. That sounds like surprise, yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's see. Um, How about we move on to the French gambits? Okay. We got one. Yeah. We also have the wing gambit, which maybe you meant in terms of the Sicilian, oh, right. I but there's both. also in the French. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I figured we just evaluate them as one in the same. Sure. <laughs> uh, let's do the wing. I'll talk about the wing. Um, <clears throat> oh, I did it. I blew it already. Hold on. So knight of three, d5, e5, c5. Before, I'm gonna say this is full out playable. I think it's a beautiful idea for for white, and I don't. I've played this many times uh, as black, and I think black has to know some things not to get rolled. Like there's some deep ideas that black has to understand uh, not to get rolled later in the game. So I think this is fully playable, and and I think uh, a lot of people think it's trash, and that's why it's a really truly dangerous weapon. So I think. This is great. The Sicilian, I'm gonna. We're, we might want to talk about that because I think that's a little bit different in my mind. But go ahead. Okay. Well, I think um, this may be again an example of an opening being obscure enough that there's just one or two lines that you might not know about it. But like, I had this position once. I played C4, mm -hmm. and White's position was just stupid. Uh, C4 is not a great move. No. <laughs> C4 is not a good move. You're looking at the tallest kid. 
No, no, I just I've I've studied this position. A you lot. have I, studied it. Oh okay. yeah, I've played What's this wrong position. with C four. C four. Um, there's a couple problems, but what what's let's just talk about the idea. The idea is to seize the D four square, mm -hmm. whether it's an upon or a, a, a you know just as a square control. So now I get the square control, and either C three or A three I think are good here for white. Okay. Yeah. But like, so this way black's going to trade the C pawn for white's D pawn instead of their B pawn. We can play A5 to open the queen side. Mm -hmm. and so this. just compare it for a second. Imagine. Yeah. Josh, Josh is saying if you on that move could play your B4 pawn to B2, you'd have equality for white. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So let me just share. The, I, one of the That's cool perfect. Dirty, dirty positional tricks to understand about it is... If you look at the advanced fringe, the key idea, at least uh, the modern idea, whatever you want to call it, is to play a3 and b4. So it's the same, the same principle in a lot of ways. And so if you play c4, you might even transpose to this business. Seriously. So it's like, you know, c4 is not the answer. Well, no, here I'm not going to play C4 because I want to trade my C pawn for the D pawn and the D pawn's on D4. Exactly. And that's when you, when you played C4, you lost your chance. Right. But in the other position, your pawn was on D2. So when I played C4, I ensured that I would trade my C pawn for your D pawn. Okay. But, I, okay, I don't want to go. Well, okay. Let's check yeah. it out. So D5, E5, C5, B, excuse me, B4, C4. C3 or A3, I'm not, I'll be agnostic. C3, okay, what do you want to, uh, okay. A5. I, I don't know, A3, you like A5, right? Sure, I'll play A5. And now we're going to say your knight on B8 is bad. Right, it's going to B6 here or C5, knight D7. I assume we're going to play D4. Okay, take. I'm going to say thank you for developing my bishop. I could play CD as well, though. Yeah, you can. Say, yeah, CD, sure. Whatever you like. 97. This is terrible French, bro. Terrible French. Really? Yeah. Bishop D3 is coming. Oh, yeah. This is not good. I had this once against uh, Enrico Sevillano, and that was like mm -hmm. torture. It was terrible. Yeah. This is my worst yeah, game yeah. ever. In fact, we got to get out of here because I have getting traumatic memories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got okay. to learn something. Thank you. Okay. So, but if we go back, maybe Kostya can help me on this because I, let's just compare. So I'm going to say it's playable uh, against the French, but against the Sicilian, I think it's a slightly different matter. Because yeah, definitely worse against the Sicilian. Um, yeah. Because black has, hasn't committed as much. You can play like D5. I would, I would just rate it as like a surprise weapon overall. Uh, cause I think, um, I, can, I think again, there are like, if black prepares for it a little bit, I think black is going to be totally fine. Um, so for me, it's more of a surprise weapon. Shortest game in us championship history, by the way, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> this is Shirazi Peters, 1980, whatever it was, you know, <laughs> game oh, over. Yeah. You can see that white was a King's Gambit player from that performance. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but D5, so, so in the French variation, you don't get to do this, right? Yeah. That's to me the big difference. Right, right. right. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess against the French, I'd say it's playable. And against this thing, I would say it's trash, honestly. Yeah. Um, so where are we averaging? 
I guess I'll say surprise weapon. Surprise weapon. Sounds good. Okay, we're kind of running out of time, so I think we should just do like one minute on each of these. Okay. And just quickly about, let, get them let, out. Let's do quickly Milner Berry. How about that? Because that was the, yeah. the other French. Let's one. do that one. So, um, right. I, by I the way, with the new Jesse innovation, it's pretty playable. <laughs> and well, and I, you know, let's just say the Milner Berry, as it's traditionally practiced, right, is not what I did. With what I did, I think is very playable, but the Milner Berry, right, which is um, to take and then Bishop d7, Bishop d7, castles, knight d4, knight c3. This is a surprise weapon. Because Black just needs to understand a couple things, and he's maybe a touch better. Mm -hmm. But my my business, I don't even call that the Milner Berry. That's oh, okay. an easy system against the French. Yeah, that's a real <laughs> opening. That's a Magnus played that dude. Magnus played that. That's a real thing. Okay, so David, where do you rank this one? This opening here is suspicious. Um, quite suspicious. Surprise weapon, I guess. Barely. Okay. Uh, okay, so yeah, I was, I just kind of see all of this as one Bilner, or uh, one Milner Bilner Mary, Mary. <laughs> Bilner Mary Gambit, <laughs> um, including the, uh, the cry innovation, just because I think it's like, it's basically the same line, just like this nice wrinkle to it. Um, so, so that's the wrinkle. And the idea is kind of Smith Morris style is that taking on yeah. C3 is not good for your health. So I can hold off on it, an amazing style. And it's like, yeah, it's powerful. Um, so I would, I would put it as playable. I guess that's our average. Okay. Though I guess I wanted to differentiate like with the wing gambit, I felt like I wanted to differentiate, but okay. I know, but people will understand when they watch the yeah. video. It's All not right. like anyone's just going to take our rankings out of context and judge us based on that. Oh, we're going to put this on Twitter and people are going to judge us, man. <laughs> they're gonna cancel us no come on they're gonna watch the whole thing and, like, listen to our whole nuanced discussion and recognize that there are different perspectives out there okay um let's let's just go down the list let's go to the halloween gambit you guys know this one surprise weapon yeah that one that one's more dangerous than it looks my friends tell me something about it is it night takes on e5 yeah yeah so you go uh knight c3 uh, knight f6 mm -hmm. bam taste me bam <laughs> and uh you know it, it's it's bad technically but you were gonna put black on tilt here you're gonna put him on tilt because he's gonna think he's won the game it's not over it's certainly a surprise weapon at yeah. some levels yeah i think at jesse's level he would be pretty happy if he saw this I don't know. I think I would go on tilt because I'd be like, I'm, if I didn't know about it, I'd be like, oh, I'm winning this easily. And then I would get crushed. But you do crushed. know. About yeah, it. you do know about it. I mean, that's part of the thing. You're so a GM. You're a GM, much, Jesse. How much surprise value does it have if you know about it? I mean, honestly, maybe I'd just play like Bishop B4. <laughs> just give it back. I don't want any part of it, man. But this is also fine for Black as far as I remember. Yeah. You have some yeah, ways yeah, of yeah. just giving it back. Yeah, that's probably what you got a million ways of just giving it back. It's trash. Okay. Okay. Trash. Fine. fine. Yeah, I, I'm certainly on the border. Yeah. Of yeah, I'm on the border too. So we'll yeah. say trash. Okay. Sorry, guys. Yeah. How about the Portuguese? We should deal with that, right? Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure of the answer though. Okay, Kosia. There's. I, I often get this confused, but this is. It goes like this, right? 
I think it's knight c3, bishop g4. Knight c3. Or, no, d4. d4, bishop. Oh, d4, bishop d4. d4. You're right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this gets a little hot. This does get a little hot. Well, let me start. This is, again, one of my irrelevant categories. <laughs> one of my irrelevant because white just goes bishop e2 here. And I think you get a pretty. Uh -huh. You can still fight right. for an advantage here with white, so yeah. you really don't have to go into the f3 lines. Well, the right. thing is, in general, I'm against all these moves where you play like bishop g4 or b4. Your opponent blocks with a bishop, and you simply have to like trade and develop their knight or their queen for free, right? Because effectively, you always move your bishop twice, they move their bishop once, and then they recapture with their knight or their queen. Right. Um, unless there's a specific reason or trick or, you know, it's your bad bishop and their good bishop or this or that. Like, it's got to really have a reason to just throw away a tempo. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with throwing away a pawn here and there, but just throwing away a tempo for no, no conceivable purpose is just trashy to me. So I do surprise weapon. What about you guys? Surprise weapon. I guess very bad surprise weapon. Mitch really has it bad for the Alvin, man. He thinks the Alvin's terrible. The Alvin's beautiful. <laughs> right. Mitch, Mitch is prepped. He looked at a line by Sam Shanklin about the Alvin and was like, okay, that's that's in the dumpster. Uh, okay, Jerome Gambit. I'm a little embarrassed this one is in there, but it, it's very popular. We can save time. We can put it in the trash category. I'll just show everyone show, what it is. Yeah, show, show us real quick and then put it in the trash. <laughs> I remember uh, hearing about this when I was a kid. What what is it? You you did hear about the Jerome when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. People were just a, like Jerome, <laughs> but I don't I don't know anything else about it. So the gambit is as follows: you go bishop takes of seven. Uh huh. Oh my god! Surprise valley, right? You never seen this here before. King takes knight takes e five knight e five queen h five check. No. Winning back a piece. Right. Mm -hmm. Hooray. Possibly forgetting that we've sacrificed two as white, but we right. back one um, piece. There's a very famous game that Blackburn won as black after I think he played, uh, it was um, g6, queen takes, queen e7. So he's like, I'll out Jerome you. And then he like won <laughs> yeah. this position or something. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's like, please, Jerome. Did he play black against the original Jerome? <laughs> I. <laughs> but wait a second. Was it really called so. the Jerome back in the day? I I don't know when it got its name, but um, yeah, we That's can. hilarious. Yeah. We can just agree that it's trash and uh, just okay. <laughs> the OJ, the original Jerome, or as Josh says, <laughs> probably changed his name from Jerome to Jerry after getting black burned. <laughs> I would I recommend. My... Yeah, go ahead. What it gives it the meme quality is just the name Jerome. It's so crude. <laughs> the Jerome. I love that part about it. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I do recommend everyone check out the video that Amon did for Chess Bra on their yeah. YouTube channel because it is it is pretty hilarious. Um, okay, let's keep going. Let's go to the Nachmanson. So David and I have some history with this one. Because <laughs> yeah. our own uh, Sombrero hit us with this one. So the Nachmanson is, um, okay, a couple different move orders again, but it's like bishop c4, knight f6, uh, let's say d4 takes castles, knight e4, knight c3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go with a uh, surprise weapon for this one because I think it is dangerous if black doesn't know it. Um, right. But one uh, second. effectively no good, yeah. 
but one second we we took the knight on c3 with our knight jesse not our pawn right because like the idea is can black play d5 or not white plays knight c3 to stop d5 right uh -huh. so Kosti and i played knight c3 pawn c3 d5 and then we had like a pawn and the compensation how, how much do you really need to know as black for this to be garbage Well, I mean, let's say I play bishop b5. Right. You're going to take on c3? No! But if you don't take on c3, then I have a playable game, and then I can call it a surprise weapon. Did we take on c3, Josh? Uh, I mean, Josh is in the chat. Did we take on c3, Kostya? <laughs> no, no. I feel we, like we just played, like, bishop e7 and won. Yeah, yeah. We, we played this. We just had a pawn up for nothing. And I, I remember checking this after the game because, like, I was just curious, like, is this mm -hmm. playable for white? This is just, like, a pawn up for black. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I I seem to remember that this in this position that was like also rook e1, d5, and then knight c3. Is that how, yeah. am I dreaming? That's that? a line two. There's also that's bishop d5, queen d5, knight c3. Oh yeah, yeah. That's in my that's head. The, too, that's yeah. the old, old, old main line of the Scotch Gambit, which right, isn't right. actually really a gambit because you get your pawn back and right. black gets a pristine position while you're doing that. Yeah. Um Okay. Yeah. So, but I think, I think the Nack Manson has to go in trash, actually. If you're like, if you're losing for black, I, I mean, if you're losing with white after like seven moves, like losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if white's losing, but white is like clearly worse. And mm -hmm. yeah, if a student of mine was playing this, um, I would, that would be a high priority to get them to not play this. Yes. Okay. And there's a lot of openings that you would tell your student, like, sure, try it now and then, but make sure to try some other things too. Right. I'd, I'd much have like, them try the King's on. Gambit before I have them play this. Because this just feels like a trappy line. You're just playing for traps. King's Gambit, like, okay, you have some, like, long-term initiative ideas. You got your G3, you know, your, all that stuff, right? So, yeah. Okay. Trash. Right. We got four minutes left till Jesse and I turn into pumpkins. And, and and let's save a little time. I, I want to, we, we should give our strong disagrees on, because I have a couple strong disagrees and I'm looking on this list. So let's do a couple more. We don't okay. have to do all of them. Yeah, well, let's do the Stafford because this one's super popular. Um, mm -hmm. This is comes from the Petrov and can basically this one just be called the Stafford Rosen Gambit because Eric Rosen has done so much work popularizing this one. Um, Jeez, that's terrible. 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 Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, abysmal. You can play this. You can play the same position as White with the bishop already out. Like if the black bishop were on c5, you could get this as White by playing bishop c4 against the Petrov, right? Then knight e4, knight c3, knight takes knight d takes c3. You can get oh, the same position, a whole tempo up with your bishop out, and it's basically a at best a surprise weapon. Wow. So that's interesting. So this might be like a refutation of the Petrov because we're getting a Stafford. Temple up. <laughs> <laughs> Stafford accelerated. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. So I think the real Stafford is just pretty much trash. Well, you know, because um, you know that, you know that, ahead, that if the opening yeah. is named after an elephant, uh, is named after uh, an animal and it's not the hedgehog, then it's bad. I'm getting the sense that if an opening has been popularized by Eric Rosen, then it's bad. It's oh, good. Oh, animal, oh, animal. Oh, take it easy. It's in the animal bin. All right, Kosti, just 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 because the Rosen name is out there. What yeah, if I, I just play D3? I'm just clearly better, right? 
Yeah. No, there are okay. tricks here. There are tricks. Look, let's play one practice game. Oh my god. I'll go bishop <laughs> okay. c5. All right, bishop e2. Oh, Jesse, you better beat him really badly. I, I we don't we don't have to play a whole game. I'm just gonna just I I honestly just want to see what the idea is. H5 is that what you're gonna do? I don't know. I think it's either H5 or knight g4. Oh my god! How can you even predict his moves? The chat. Because what? How else is he gonna play? He doesn't have anything. He's got to do something to me right now. All right, I'll play knight g4. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. And I'm I'm just gonna trust you on this one, Kosi. I'm trusting you. And I'm just gonna trust you on this one, buddy. Don't abuse my trust. <laughs> H five, play for checkmate. Well, H five, at least I can play Queen G five and it's I know, I was planning to get his queen checkmated. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you've got some weird ideas here. Yeah, let me think. Um, maybe castles, maybe just castles long, dude. Just, well, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I want the end game. What's going on in Bishop D6? Well, for one, you have to worry about, oh, you don't have to worry. You might have to worry about E5. You might, I don't know. E5 stuff, yeah. I don't know. Um, and I assume F4 is also very playable, so. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty sure actually, like, black, white is supposed to go for the end game with G3. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. did a really good video on it that people are mentioning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I would encourage you guys, like, if you want to just if you want like the full just refutation, just watch mm -hmm. his video. But it's like a 30 minute video, so it's like 30 minutes of stuff you have to know. But <laughs> you saw that in three minutes, I had a great position as white. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Come on, that's you played the random moves, you were up a pawn for nothing. It looked like the pawn's <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I've never well, even seen that thing before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I definitely don't like the opening. I would put it in the meme category, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to just give credit that like a lot of people are losing games here as white, you know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that has to yeah. be in the in the judgment somewhere. The world is yeah. full of misery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, how about this? We don't have to cover the rest. Yeah, the last ones are fine. Yeah. I'm going to give you my strong disagrees. I think uh, Frome, the Frome's Gambit, that's a real opening, my friends. And there was another one. I'm going to say Alakine Shikar definitely has to be a real opening. And the rest I'm mostly agreeing with, though I was still upset that the Wing Gambit didn't get differentiated between the Sicilian one the Eng and the French one. All right. that's what I, I just had to get it off my chest. <laughs> hmm. David, what do you think? Do you have any regrets? I mean, not by more than one category, so it's not really a big deal. I mean, the Cochrane I know to be playable. It's fine if other people don't know it. Um, I don't know. It's it's fine. There's some things where I disagreed by one thing, but it doesn't bother me too much. Like Jesse's Aliakin Shatard, you know, I kind of put in surprise weapon, not because I don't like the position for white. It's just sort of more like a semantic understanding of what the categories mean. Mm -hmm. um so yeah okay yeah, for nothing, me nothing that's got me too upset i would say the two that stand out are the belgrade i think this is like a head and shoulder above all the other openings in the meme category just because i don't mm -hmm. think white is actually worse in the belgrade i think white is probably equal um and then i would say the blumenfeld i think 
um, deserves a little bit more respect, just because I know there are players yeah. that it's just part of the repertoire and they'll play yeah. it like almost every game. So it might be more than just a surprise open. I know there are a lot of openings we didn't get to, guys, um, like the ortho schnapp and a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, we just didn't have all the time in the world to deal with every single gambit. There are also a lot of gambits like within gambits and within openings that, you know, have to be evaluated on their own we, we got. Dor is really upset. Just show it to me, buddy. We'll do. We'll just see. He wants to see my reaction to Dor Schnapp, and then we're out of here. Okay, you guys will actually. I think. I think it's e four e six. Is it the b three? It's some gambit here or bishop c four maybe. Bishop c four. Oh no, no, I'm I'm confusing it. There's a gambit against the Caro that's like bishop c four d five bishop b three, but this isn't it. Wait, the ortho Schnapp <laughs> is c four. <laughs> He's like, what's Black's next move? I'm not sure. Let's play Bishop C4 and find out. Oh, no! <laughs> C4, D5, and then what? How does it go? No oh, DE4, Queen, H5. No, Adora, I don't need, you didn't need to see my reaction. You knew that. You knew <laughs> my reaction was already, buddy. Oh, Queen, uh, B3. There's no ortho schnapp. There's no ortho schnapp here for me, buddy. Wait, so the point is he's sacking the pawn on e4 but playing such a weird move oh. that you don't even notice e4 because you're just confused? Sorry. Takes, takes, queen b3. There, so this is it. This is it. Oh, yeah. No, that's terrible. <laughs> Actually, guys, we had a big disagreement about the Botez Gambit. The other two overruled me. They said it's not a real opening. I said you should at least put in the meme category. They're like, nope. So, nope. Sorry, guys. You can't um, even tell the moves of it, can you, Kostya? The Botez Gambit? Yeah, yeah, it's when you give up your queen unintentionally. Yeah, that's that's uh, not that's not a gambit. All of these other gambits had like a you know a fen associated with them. Give me the fen for the botas. Right. Well, that's why it's not. No, I I agree with you guys. I just okay. meant like you know, this or some recognition as a joke. <laughs> not an opening. Um, this one I don't know. I actually have no experience on this. Uh, I imagine it's not good. Yeah, not good. <laughs> But I couldn't tell you why. So, I mean, for me, it would probably be a surprise weapon. Because I honestly don't know it. I don't know what I would play here. Honestly, if I just play knight of six, black's already better. So, I don't know. Yeah. What would be. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I'm for sure. Probably the computer wants DE, but there's no need for that. Yeah, knight I of mean, six. Yeah, I don't get what white does. Yeah. 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 Garbage is only defined by what's in it. That's so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 all right guys beautiful beautiful okay uh, guys that was a lot of fun uh thank you all for tuning in we're gonna uh sign off now uh, i will be back for sunday night fights but it's gonna be uh delayed it's gonna start at 4 p.m today guys instead of 3 so 4 p.m pacific time i'll cover some dojo games and that'll be fun also in the very near future we will do dojo talks openings and rank like mm -hmm. real openings instead of like a couple real openings and some trashy <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're going to rank, I think, classical chess books, too. And so if you, yeah, we're going to have post, I think we should post a Twitter about that and we'll get people's suggestions because we don't want to cover everything because we need to talk about it. But uh, yeah, the classics. We want to talk, we want to rank the classics. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, All guys. Right. This was fun. All right. Bye.